At last, the Wallabies have come through with a victory, their first victory for the year. You're listening to the Rugby Report card with myself, James, Richard and Blake. Uh, yeah. yeah, this week we're going to be uh, talking about the two rugby championship games, Australia v South Africa, and then the uh, thumping down under, New Zealand doing Argentina. Um, so welcome, thanks for joining us. I could actually also like to hear your opinion, guys, as well today, and on the appointment of uh, of uh, Warren Gatlin as well as the uh, as the Lions coach for next year. Well, it's no surprise they've just gone with the uh, safe option. I mean, he won his last tour. Can you drop him? Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's the safe option. Not only did he win the last tour, um, where was that again? Um, anyway, moving yeah, on. Yeah, but it was also the he's, just the southern hemisphere. Yeah, um, he was also the assistant coach in the in the one before. So yeah, um, standard option. But nah, it's um, shit option. Yeah. He's uh, heaps boring, mate. Yeah. The Lions are going to come. They're going to get pumped. Oh, they're going to get their asses. And, yeah. and why just do same old, same old with your 12 crash ball? Boring. It'd be interesting to see what happens because this is the first time also as well that the All Blacks uh, or the potential All Blacks are going to play in the provincial games beforehand as well. Whereas before, mm. they were they were all rested. So the Lions are going to lose every game. Pretty that's well, that, that, that's, that, that could be a chance of that occurring. But uh, and other than the last two, uh, the, the other two provincial games against the, the Chiefs and the Canes, that's when their the, the All Blacks players won't be playing but yeah super tough tour it'd be heaps disappointed if he comes down and he picks Jamie Roberts at 12 well, it'd be that's, interesting. that's horrible yeah but you know what if you actually looked at the statistics from the uh, of the past year there's one there's one Irish guy and there's one Scottish guy there's a smattering of a few Welsh but it's predominantly English now that could change completely in the next uh, in the next few months but it'd be interesting to see whether he does revert to type as you say put yeah. the, the, the crash at 12 and or whether he tries to play it a little bit different. Exactly right. I do think it'll be a better team than the one that came to uh, Australia. Mm. Either way, it's boring, man. It's boring news. It's boring for rugby. What, the whole Lions thing? Yeah, I think, no, Warren Gatlin. I think Austin Healy wrote a really good article on it, and he Mm. said it was sort of a relic Mm. of the old game, these tours. But if you've got enough fanfare around it, it works. You do. But when you have Warren Gatlin, you don't have the fanfare. Throw in Eddie's name there. (laughs) All of a sudden, we'll give a shit. I think a lot of people did want Eddie Jones, but he ruled himself out of it, and that was the the problem. So that was Eddie? He's saying that he didn't yeah. really want to take on the task. Well, he's just concentrating on maybe he, maybe he just wants to a, a, concentrate on England, but be also that if the chance comes around again next time, he feels he's got more chance of winning in South Africa than yeah. he has yeah. winning in New Zealand. Well, Eddie, know, Eddie but... hasn't won a World Cup as head coach, so I reckon that's on his to-do list. And post that, you mm. probably think he'd jump into the Lions. Yeah, maybe his contract actually runs out before 2019, and he's probably pretty well. smart because they go to South Africa next, and that's a winnable tour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, should we get started Sorry. on the um, rugby challenge games? Yeah. Which one do we want to talk Why don't we talk about the Wallabies? First win. First win all year after, what, six losses in a row mm. coming off the World Cup. Yeah. The uh, the series we don't talk about. Then those two disappointing losses to New Zealand. Mm. Um, I think for me, first of all, I think there was a few things that were always going to... Oh, a few question marks that were going to come out that were looking to be answered from this game I think Genia and Cooper started to not turn back the clock because that's unfair but I think Genia had one of his best games for a while he was he was incredible Um, Quake Cooper though still a cat uh, yeah, but he was. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a bit more. Physical. No, it looked like his defence has, has gone leaps and bounds, and mm. he was throwing down with that's a chest, which mm. was a big thing. Mm. But um, with whoa, ball, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, I'm where did you read that? That is <laughs> not with an original. Ball, with no. ball in hand, you <laughs> <laughs> stolen that. <laughs> with ball in hand, he still does has no interest in getting tackled, no. and against a better side, 
that's tries. Yeah, so you're talking about that frantic where no one's shit. a clear runner. Yeah. You, you, you're obviously supposed to take it to the line, but he just can't. Just shits it. his pants. Yeah. Um, which is strange, though, because his defence is so physical now, and we know he's got all the skills, just does not like being tackled. Is that the sign of a player who puts too much pressure on himself if he goes down, or is it just caddy? I think it's just ingrained, something he did as a kid. He was very good at offloading, very fleet-footed, and now it's ingrained in his game, and he can't get rid of it. Yeah. So what do you think? You know, obviously, moving forward, you, you still play Gainer at 9, you still play Quaid at 10. It allowed having to play Foley at 12, allowed uh, Quaid to play a little wider at times, particularly offset piece ball. It allowed him to go wider and to be a little bit more expensive. So does Foley stay in the team for that option, or does it then change? I think, a- I think going forward, I don't think Quaid is your 10. Okay. In my opinion, I think Kirtley Beal comes back into 12, and the Foley Beal combination is is outstanding. Yep. Like, I just think I think Quaid's there through circumstances, yep. and we know he is world class on his day. It's been about five years since that day. Mm. Um, I don't think he's your long term 10. Man, again, he's, he's again, day, his your... day has come and it's gone. He doesn't, Toulon didn't want him, no one else over there. No, wanted but he's him. playing well, though. Like, he's, he's playing, he's not playing, playing bad. No, he's not playing bad, but he's, but you, yeah. But the, the problem is, who are the viable options? If you get rid of Cooper... If you no, get we don't of, have any. That's no, the problem. No, I think when Bill comes back... Yeah, but when he does come it. back... So his stock is rising. We're all saying it's rising because there is no one else to, yeah. to replace him. Yeah, if he's you worth have, more now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's more a situation just running out of 12. Mm. Leofano, mm. Matt Gitto, Kurtley Completely. Bill. A situation, again, when yeah. you haven't got him. Do we think that actually... Do you know what? Through a series and through the rugby championships and through the series beforehand, whatever the results, you yes, you want to win every game, but you want to see progression as a team and you want to develop all those things. Do you actually feel like the, the Wallabies are actually progressing right now? Because, yeah, things went better. Exit strategy went better. Scrummage was better. Um, Line-out, surprisingly, worked uh, functioned quite well. But ultimately, you're oh, playing... Oh, that far. You're ultimately playing a weaker team, so therefore you, it looks better than what it actually potentially is. So yeah. therefore, do you are the no, I'd take I'd take seven debutants in a season. So that's what I'm saying. Are the are you making? Do you feel like you're making good progress? No, I think there's a lot of injuries, and I think um, you know we weren't ready for England series, and and starting against New Zealand's a brutal mm-hmm. wake up call that no one in the world could handle. Yeah, um, but I'll take seven debutants. Uh, I take guys like Reese Hodge looking every bit of Wallaby mm-hmm. um, as as progress given mm-hmm. the injury toll. Um, it's progress, not great progress. Mm-hmm. Like, would you call this week any a, a progress? I reckon we would have had a similar result if we played them three weeks ago. I think that's what's so boring about this week. It's just exactly what we thought. Mm. Wallabies were a bit shit, mm. but South Africa are worse. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. two shit teams that were actually lacking confidence, which yeah. surprised me because South Africa won three out of the last five games, but I suppose, you know... Yeah, They've never been, looked good, though. Yeah, they? three against Ireland and two against Argentina, even though Argentina played really well against New Zealand for 50 minutes. But, yeah, it just looked like two teams with no real identity or really idea how they were trying to play and how they wanted to move forward. Yeah, right? there is there is just no stigma with the South African team. When... They want. They raced away to an early lead. I didn't really mind. I mm. thought, oh, we got this to come back. They're pretty. They look pretty rather, soft. They look uncoached mm. for me. And I mean, surely the jury's out. You've got to pick Mornay Stain. Mm. So they're very good at kicking yeah. goals. Young, yeah, young and kicking it, territory. It's a different game. Yeah, mm. like surely we're done there, aren't we? Verdict over. Oh, it's not for us to decide, mate. I'm happy with them keep picking him. Yeah. <laughs> 
We wanted him before the international series, didn't we? We thought he'd change the way they play. It shows the the, play, the, it shows the, um, the, no, the, the chasm in class between the Super Rugby level and the, and the international level because Yankees at times in Super Rugby looked like he was a very very good player, and we all clamoured for him to be playing ten. But yeah, he just doesn't seem to. It just doesn't seem to fit the mold that that Kurtzie wants to play at the moment. Yeah. Kurtzie wants to play at the moment. Dropping you know? Combrink baffles the mind. Yeah, I thought he was injured. That doesn't make any sense. What's going on there? I don't know. Best player. Yeah. Definitely. Prior to this game. Yeah. Insanity. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it either, really. But t- well, they obviously listened to us and dropped their centres, both of them. Mm. Yeah, that had picking, to be done. Picking picking Krill I think these two did better. Jump. They did. But I guess they didn't have enough ball or they just weren't... It didn't really seem to be making a massive impact. It was the forwards in which they had us, yeah, they had us and, covered. And, yeah, and let's be, look at the, the breakdown in particular. Yeah, do you know what? You've got uh, you've got guys that can jackal and get over the ball and still nick the ball. And Pocock at times is still, he's still right on that edge. Brilliant jackler that he is. Because, you know, well, there's so many times where I feel he has nicked the ball and he's not given it. But, um, but Dude, it's almost phased out of the game that. Yeah. That I thought where Australia struggled in this game more than anywhere else was on our, own, ruck time. on our own ruck ball. Yeah, completely. Yeah. I think um, defensively in the rucks, we're all right. Mm. Uh, but on our own ruck ball, very lazy, very lackadaisical. Yeah. But also a result of um, Nigel Owens just letting anything go. There's no need to stay on your feet when he refs. Oh, that's harsh. We got to ah, come just, on. We can't just shit on every ref. No, I'm not even <laughs> saying for our for Australia's advantage. I'm saying the bloke just held to skelter at the breakdown. Oh, I think that's unfair. I think they, there's some referees which I'd agree with you, and I, I think generally, I think he's a very, very good referee of even the breakdown. And maybe he didn't have his best game, but I think that, that's a little. I think he's better. a good ref. I just mm. think at the breakdown, he just lets anything go. Jackson esque. Oh, that's harsh, man. That is Especially harsh. Especially the going harsh. off the feet. That's harsh. Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> Does it also look, talk about the forwards as well? What do we think of uh, of now that? Is that the, the best type five that you've got? Obviously, back row, I think, still interchangeable. D-Mum played well, I thought. for you know He's not the long-term option, but he, he, he did well. He's just there to shore up the line-out, and the line-out wasn't really shown up. No, but, but are you happy with the type five now? And then the yeah, I think row? so, other than more. Yeah. But it's hard to drop yeah. the captain. Um, but we just looked the better side, went to tough side, and God, we scrummaged better, yeah. went to tough side. I tell you what else is playing well. Latu in the NRC, mate, is ripping. He's absolutely mm. killing it. Do you think, uh, by the way, um, form. So um, he's ready too. Do you think Tatafa, even because he's he's going to Bristol by all intents and purposes? Do you think he will still come back and play, or do you think that they'll draw a line under it and then go for a younger, you know, uh, new new um, new hooker? They have to. They can't th- keep picking. The I list think too. Checker though, shown his cards pretty clear, which is one, he's going to pick the best Wallaby side. Yeah, he's not going to look. At the next World Cup, he's going to pick the best side week in, week out. Well, and he's seen two, the result of not winning the next test. And two, he, he wants to fire on. a big fuck you to the European clubs. Mm-hmm. Let you know I'm bringing him back mid-season. Like, I think he actually enjoys it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Leroy Hugh, all of them. Every time he brings them back, Horwell, he's never going to play Horwell. <laughs> he just wants to let him know if you want to steal Aussie players... They're not going to be there. They're for not the going to be there weeks. for the whole season. I'll bring them back for three weeks. They can help me train the squad. Mm. Um, be cannon fodder. So I'll be I'll be very surprised if Tataf doesn't come back, given yeah. that he's the best hooker in Australia right now. Yeah, his lineup's running gross, but yeah, so is more. Awesome yeah, I was just to say, there's not much comparison. But dude, man, they always food. come back just a bit shit. Those European players. Yeah, because they're over there eating pizza. But it them. sucks because yeah, we we're losing them. But then when they come back, they're like this second-rate model. <laughs> Just what, gonna, I used to say, what did we think of Drew Mitchell when he came on? 
Yeah, he was moving around, yeah, he was all right? I just yeah, love him, man. He, he just <laughs> makes me laugh, man. Yeah. But do you no. remember if, uh, people who just started listening probably don't know this, but we shat on Mike Harris a fair bit throughout the season, throughout the podcast. Mm. He went over there and he ripped, played his first game over there, and he just killed it. it Mike, that's hard to believe, isn't it? I know <laughs> that is hard to believe. Yeah, but it's just like it's just the standard is completely different now. I don't know whether that's true for the English clubs. Is it a different game? It's a different game. Like we even talked about it. The French game is very, you know, it's a lot more forward orientated, much more physical, slow game. Whereas the Viva Premiership, they're trying to make it a lot more expensive, a lot quicker. Look, it's not still at the Super Rugby standard. I'm not going to say that it is, but it is a higher standard. Than but no one's playing game. that New Zealand style of rugby over there, so no one really no. needs to change that. No. Kicking your goals and running your lines. Yeah, it's not even. They're not really in the. They're not really playing down that Test match style of kicking goals, etc. They are trying to play that wide, expensive game. So speaking of kicking. Goals was nice to see Foley slot a few. Yeah, it's it was the difference because you both scored two tries. Yeah. so it's yeah. the difference between yeah. the two teams. It was, um, it was, it was nice to see, and that tells you they picked Stain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a different game. I thought, I thought Foley looked good mm-hmm. uh, around the park as well, um, mm-hmm. with a little bit more freedom. I still don't. He's not at twelve though, is he? Yeah, you know what? He um, he does really well. He passes to the opposition hooker as well a couple of times. As Strauss, well, which is really he nice. just kept yeah. picking him out. You know what? That's textbook though. Used to being a ten at yeah. twelve, you just got half a second less. Mm. And that's why the two intercept passes. Mm. Um, and it was due, one of them was just due to the fact that, that Strauss couldn't be bothered to get over to the other breakdown after the scrums. <laughs> <laughs> just loitering around. Matt, he's retiring. He's done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, serious question, though. Is the jury out on Karevi? Would you stick with him? Because at Super Rugby, he's the form centre in Australia. But he, he hasn't looked... He, granted, he was a 12 in Super Rugby. Now they're playing him 13. Is that why he's struggling? I, I think you have to stick with him because... I, I don't. I never liked it. And it's the same with the England cricket team. I'll explain the, the mantra in a second. If you're going to pick a guy, you've got to back him and say you've got to give him a few games. Rather, right? if you come down this idea of picking him for two days, then dropping him for two games, I know it's not a case of where you've got to learn your craft on the international scale because that's you still want to win every game. But I feel like if you're saying he's better than Kurandrani, and you, you've got to give him five games or something. Yeah, but if we're going high, off the what with the previous point we made, in which Chen got to pick, pick the best, the best player, team. he was the highest. Me- he he ran the most amount of meters. Um, yesterday, and he I know still looks deadly. Ball hand. It's his positioning in defence that that worries me. He looks a bit lost at thirteen. Doesn't miss a lot of tackles. He's yeah. just not really where he should, he should be. be to make the tackles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but maybe that's just a result of having a different twelve most yeah, weeks. Yeah. They keep changing on him. Yeah. Um, for yeah. me, I think I, I think I think you should. And going back to what when we saw Curandrani at the beginning of this of the England series, and then this one, he's much more of a dynamic threat than what than what um, Curandrani is at the moment for me. So I think you have to pick, stay with Karevi. Where are you if you're Curandrani though? You're not you're not getting picked for the t- the spot. No. You're clearly a fantastic player. Mm. You just nail, bite your tongue, bite your mouthpiece, and work a little harder, mate. Mm. Push a little harder. Let yeah, Karevi know you're coming. Yeah. Um, you, you've got to. Yeah. Uh, Kurandrani's issue is he doesn't cover any other positions. Mm-hmm. So his his longevity on that bench is due to shorting his players. I just remember that there was there was always those times where, and it maybe because the set piece was more sure, it was uh, it was more concrete earlier on, where the ball was thrown to the back of the line out straight off the top, and Kurandrani was that guy who would run in at the 20, ten travel and make meters every time, or he'd take the ball flat. It just seems, and we've said this before on this podcast, the fact he just takes the ball ten meters further back than what he used to at the moment. Yeah, and I don't know whether that's but that's just... the shape of the team. And that's confidence to throw yeah. to the back anymore. Yeah, so it's just not what we can do. Yeah, you know what? For Australia after this week, I think um, things to work on really is just line out. It's really ordinary, uh, um, dude. And when you it's not when you get an advantage like a penalty, 
It's just, it's horrible. Yeah, As a fan, it's, it's horrible to watch. to watch. It's hard to watch, isn't it? Go for the, how's, how's the call when they went for the, 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 uh, the five-meter line-out instead of the sticks early on? Because you know the line-out's going to stuff up. Yeah, and and, it, and did. it did. They didn't score and from it. And it did. Yeah, it hurt you. But what is that? Oh, that's that's what is? What are they doing that for? And they've got the jumpers now. When you're picking mum at six, mm. it's Coleman. not like it's not tall like timber. Ki- tall timber, Coleman. It's not like they're picking Skelton. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Actually, it was a, how do you felt? It was a hard watch at times. Oh yeah. Oh look, I was yeah no. It wasn't the mo- it wasn't an it wasn't an overly enjoyable game. No, and that worries me because you know what there was. Uh, yeah, okay, the weather had an impact, but ah, was, you boys have been cynical. I loved it. The Wallabies won. That was next to you, man. Gorgeous backline plays. Quade Cooper popping there around the back door. Anyone. Yeah, that there was, was pretty cool. A few line breaks. There was hardly anyone there. There was like everyone at home was ch- tuning into NRL was probably. Good, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now look, I, worry, I, no, I loved it. I, I thought it was there. Australia, they're building. They need they need to get back on track. Yeah. Uh, there was some good play, man. There was some good line breaks. There's a few individual players. Hooper for one, best on Bark, I think. It's great to see him. You got man off. Yeah, I'll tell you what it is, why, why are you probably feeling like it? Because you watched the 5.30 game of New Zealand v Argentina before it. Both of those teams are exciting, ball in hand. And then you jump across... You know, it's I'll the old black game before it. That's hurting. It's hurting you yeah. because we can't play that style. But we can't win a line out. There's no confidence in it. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't well, think like, Australia is yeah. a personnel thing. I think it's just um, just a bit more time. Yeah. And um, by the way, that your exit strategy was much better this week. So good job on that. Well, mm. That's something. Yeah, absolutely. We got we got enough kickers. And back you know there. what? Yeah, absolutely. I actually think had the rugby championship. We didn't have the All Blacks first. We'd, we'd be looking all right because what's going to happen, in my opinion, we beat the box here, play Argentina in Australia, we should get a win there. Then South Africa have to fly back to South Africa, and so do we. So they don't get a massive home ground advantage like they set up a fortress or a camp. They have home cooked meals, though. They do. They could get. They could get. We could get the W there. Things start looking pretty good. Then all you've got to do is knock up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think things are as, as dire as we think. It's a yeah. tough comp. It's a tough comp. And I think the problem is New Zealand being the benchmark. Mm. Everyone looks shit in comparison. So that's why when we say South Africa and Australia shit, are they? Or is it just New Zealand that at the is. moment number but one? But you know so what? If, you, if you'd have been in England, I don't think we'd have been saying that you're that shit. But because it was, you know, six games without a win, I think automatically your mindset says, oh, if you've lost six games in a row, and let's be honest, you've lost to England 3-0, then automatically your brain says, yeah, you are a bit shit. Yeah, and look, we are. Yeah. But (laughs) we're going through a rough patch. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, um, you know... We really are short personnel. Yeah. When you're running a centre on the wing. Yeah, both of our wingers are slow, aren't they? Yes. Um, they're yeah. just slow, and we're lacking a lot of fire. That's why I'm pumped for spring tour. All the talk is Corabetti from the Storm. Oh. And by the way, he is he is looked. I know I Dude. shouldn't have watched NRL at times, but I watched a couple of weeks ago the, the Storm game. He was outstanding it's against. Exciting, yeah. and then yeah, we're getting fit again. Yeah, just put a bit of challenge, bit of pressure on those wings. It could mm-hmm. totally. Totally flare up this back line. Reese Hodge will be pressuring for a centre spot, yeah. I think, sooner or later. Mitchell will be a weak fitter. Nah, he'll be fat anyway. <laughs> Forget him. Um, I think I think there's hope. I think the big issue is getting the balance right in the forward pack. Second row seems to be a long-term prospect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, the balance like of the back row is still all wrong. Yeah, but it's it is. hard. It really is. It's hard to justify not picking it. Although Pocock's had his worst season ever. Oh, uh, yeah. it's. <sighs> He's got one eye on studying, man. 
<laughs> one eye on which horticulture. Yeah. Do you know what He's looking up places to live. Dove care. Dove care. <laughs> there are other soap, soap companies available, aren't there? Not for real men, though. No. What about what about during the week the article came out in which the All Blacks kind of were laughing at the Australians for coming out and being all aggressive and that's going to throw them? There wasn't much aggression until Alan Alalalatoa came on. Yeah. Other than that, everyone was well well behaved. I mean, maybe the intensity just wasn't there. And that match we came in like dick in hand, thought we were going to get it done. But so, here we so just... It was what, sorry? Ready to go, mate. Oh, okay. Thanks, man. And now we just were like, oh, man, we just got to keep a level head and we can win this. Mm. Where New Zealand, you got to rattle. Mm. Two, I, two I like who kept a level head, Coleman. I mean, I like him throwing punches, mm. but I was really impressed, actually, with him playing a bit calmer. Yeah. He's a great, he's a good long term. I love Arnold on the bench. Well, he, he actually started to use that aggression, you know, at, not very well in, in, in attacking situations or the breakdown, but he did actually... When you were defending, he was actually hitting those rocks pretty well. I think he was one of the highest tacklers as well in the game, looking so, at the stats. So. I think the second row is prospects. There. Arnold on the bench, yeah. Coleman and Douglas. Yeah, Stick yeah. with them, though. Yeah. Let them yeah. sort out the Completely line-out. Coleman's Coleman shown good form on the international yeah. stage. It was good to see him pick up a Marty McFly at the end there. Or the second row, what was that? That wasn't at the end. It was just a seagull on the wind, wasn't he? Yeah, just yeah. out there, and he's got one. Tell you what I think <laughs> where Australia's lacking a little bit is uh, Quaid-Falau combination, because we know Quaid can, can put someone in a hole, and Jesus, Falau can run a hole. Mm. They just don't seem to be... They're not gelling. Yeah. Mate, sign Falau for the Reds. Well, don't do that. Change it up. <laughs> that would be an exciting season. Well, I just think the way Falau played off Foley and Beal at the Tars... Mm. There was a there's a combination that mm. had really developed. It doesn't seem to be there with Quaid. So he seems a bit lost where to join in. But was it was it me or was it the fact that yeah he is he is fantastic under the high ball and again South Africa kicked a lot of ball away and he you know soared up soared and, and caught the ball but. Again, he never really got the ball in hand that much for the entire game. Th- quite... It was probably his most quiet game of the international season yeah, so far, no, but that's that... all right. You can't no, knock no, the I door agree, down. But what I'm saying way. is that because Quaid doesn't know how to get him in the game, or. or... But perhaps, or he doesn't know where to pop up off Quaid. Yeah. Uh, or... I'm not sure, yeah. Well, but he's good, he's good on the, under the high ball, man. Jesus, he's been the best he's ever yeah, been. Absolutely. This, this... Yeah. But or, or does it become a case where you, uh, Foley takes uh, stands at first receiver way a lot more, and then Izzy does understand how he gets that? that one. Yeah, I don't, know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think they've just got a lot of working to do. I, yeah. I don't think people are in the right position no. with Quaid and Foley and Karevia. There's a lot of dudes in the wrong position. Yeah, but there's a lot of talent, and oh, maybe if they have a few weeks together, heaps of talent. Yeah, things might get right. How big are Reese Hodges' arms? Yeah, just while running, he's 21 or something. The biggest yeah, arms yeah. I've ever seen. I don't know. Etzebet has pretty big arms. Yeah, but he's not even human, so it doesn't count. Right, De- okay. Decently sized chest no. too. <laughs> it's a chest, mate. Yeah. Um, should we talk about some of the Bocky players for for international listeners? Um, there's not a lot positive to say for them. I thought they scrummaged poor. Lineout was great. Yeah, but when you've got Diago, when you've got Steph to twirl, uh, uh, Peter Steph to twirl, when you've got Etzebet, you've got so many different options, don't you? should be good. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, I think scrum like, should be good. Yeah, I, what it, I'm still not quite sure of uh, uh, Hugard, the former scrum half, playing out on the wing. Look, Instead of combering. They, they do some weird really stuff. They've it. always yeah. done weird stuff. So that's, yeah, I can't get my No, around I don't that. really get that either. And... and Who's Willie Larue pissed off to not be fullback? That's because he's he's gone and started to play for Wasps. That's who get him back. 
Well, he hasn't retired from international No, he hasn't, rugby. but it's the same as J.P. Peterson does a better job on the win than Hugard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Imagine, so no. imagine you wing to J.P. Peterson and Combrink and your fullback was Willie LaRue. Oh, no, you'd have a banner on one wing. I don't reckon you would, eh? Yeah, I'm kind of like that too. I don't reckon he's, he's not... Uh, he's, he's not fiery. Yeah, he's not what he used to be. You, I know you, just, you can't say that. Can I know you just that's take sacrilege. That back? That is, that's outrageous. I know it is. I know who It's almost is. like Habana gets plays until he decides he doesn't want to play anymore. Like yeah. he has to get picked. Because he's like a demigod over there. And that's cool. He deserves yeah. that. I respect it. But at the end of the day, if I'm versing the Springboks, I'm more scared of J.P. Peterson and Ruan Combrick. Did you on the play? See J.P. Peterson play for the Sharks this year? Yeah, he was rubbish. He's rubbish. Yeah. But he's he one rubbish. of those blokes, though. You put the international jersey on him and he grows a leg. Grows well, a leg. I don't, I just don't really know what to say to that, but okay. grows a third leg. I yeah. just think that um, that that back three would be much more terrifying. The centres, they've got to make a call. They've got to get right. Dion yeah. looked better at twelve than Dionne. Yeah, but I that's not hard. Ma- Mapui would, look, would have looked better at twelve than yeah. De- Dion. I want to say Olmo from the Lions at twelve. Yeah, he was a gun. Yeah, yeah. he got Rensburg. over. He got over the game line. Yeah, didn't he? Great. He, Depends. Yeah. Do we really know what the South African identity? You always talk about identity. What are they trying to? Oh, do? mate, they're confused. They're not coached, mate. They're confused. Right, because the Lions players want to want to play like Lions players. Kurtzie wants to play a different team, so they just seem to not do anything. It just yeah, they just seem not coached. Yeah, and that's why you'd think the Morno stay and steady the ship up. To kick your points, yeah. up and unders, I, especially. And, and, and I'm also going to throw it out there as well. I know you love his name. Tough. Didn't have a very good game again, I didn't think. I just think Denny was that good. It was and yeah, look. Yeah, sure, he didn't. No. Faf isn't playing that well at the moment. No. What a name though, isn't that Faf. 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 No, not Faf. Faf. Sorry. It's Faf, Apologies. not Faf. Yes, Sorry. It's Faf. Faf. Fuff the clerk. Yeah, but yeah, look, he's just erratic. He's always been. He's never been the level head dude you want at the base of the rock in an international series when you're in the front. He's a bit or you're fibsy, down by six. Heaps fibsy. Heaps. 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 Is that now going to become the new derogatory de- term? He's a bit fibs. No, it oh, just means you're an erratic a... halfback. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And if you've got a level head, you get in here. That's it. Fair enough. <laughs> I think um, what really is the frustrating thing with Springboks is you saw the model that beat Australia, that England played. Yeah. They have the personnel to play yeah, that exact same game. Completely. And we have to say kudos to Warren Whiteley again, who's just a bit of a freak, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, as a, sorry, I was interrupting him. But I, they, if they keep it in the forwards, they, they beat Australia I just think they, we saw the model that Australia yeah. really struggles against. Yeah. Um, granted, New Zealand don't play that model. It's because they'd beat anyone. Yeah, no. Um, they but, just have Barrett, who's just amazing. But how is the South African coach you're not looking at that model going, right, this is where Australia struggles? Fuck, that's a very good point, man. Territory. They do have a team out pressure. that can play that. Oh, and they, they watch us get our ass kicks three times in a row. For days they can play that game, and instead they try and chuck it around. Like, like, I can't Do you reckon there's too much pressure? Because it is a massive sport over there. It's got a huge following. Do you reckon there is a bit of pressure there to stick to or to change when you come in as coach? You have to like reignite. You can't play this way or that way. You need your own style because they're just not. They're not not settling on any decisions. It's frustrating to watch. The victim of the Lions being successful because that they've they've jumped to that style, Mm. which clearly hasn't translated to the top level. Mm. Struggled against Ireland. Struggled against Argentina. Dropped one. Dropped one to Australia. 
Um, I, I think, yeah, they've almost been the victim of the Lions' success. Mm. Uh, and and who's the number seven? I was just about to say, what is happening to Khaleesi Ma, Ma, at the moment? Uh, no. he, Ma, must be, he must be is the worst player in the world, man. Yeah, what yeah, is happening to Khaleesi? Every time Yako Krill comes on, you're just like, fuck, where's he been? Yeah, exactly. He's heaps better than Where's Khaleesi, mate? That guy's an animal. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, why didn't he play? I don't know, must be. Must be. the only way I can justify why he's not there. But going back to your point, it's so big in South Africa, you're absolutely right, but surely every South African fan just wants to win again just wants to be successful of course and they don't mind if you just kick Completely. Kick your way to twenty one. They've won World Cups on yeah. drop goals and yeah. penalty kicks. As, well, so have we, but we're not complaining. But like, if they win, <laughs> if they win, like, who cares? Play that same brand. Kick to the corner. Put pressure on the Aussie line out, and you know he's going to struggle. Mm. But maybe, the maybe they're thinking long term, and they've got to grow and change. And New Zealand's the yardstick, and and you know they want to play more like a Kiwi side. But they don't now. They play know, like they a just Kiwi play side. Like a right? shit side. Now. Yeah, just pl- yeah. okay. Try and play like a Kiwi side, but put all your eggs in one basket rather than trying to subdivide them across two. Yeah. I don't get it. But sports fans are fickle, aren't we? Because we're, yeah, we're banging absolutely. on about it's doom and gloom for South Africa. Just, just 15 minutes before I'm saying Australia is doing okay. It's, it's, it's 11th of September now. Uh, we are going to do a podcast in a couple of months' time where England plays South Africa at Twickenham. We were probably going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just love that we were saying Australia, oh, the progress, progress, South mm-hmm. Africa, oh, they're fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, but two tries apiece. A mm. couple of goal kicks are different. We're, we're spinning a totally different yarn. Mm. Um, but it is doom and gloom for South Africa, isn't it? They're going to get yeah. slaughtered next week. Mm. Yeah, they really are. Really, slaughtered. really are. Yeah. I almost think it's time for McMahon. McMahon came on, made some really good carries. Just to kind of wrap up on this game, McMahon, I think he's definitely earned the a contention. A few more like, minutes. Like, I know Pocock, he's got that bit of Habana as well. He can't not pick him. He decides when he's not going to play anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. But McMahon, you can't take Hooper off. Hooper is fucking... Killing it, you need mum in the line out. And Pocock and Hooper really at the hard. moment are almost like swapping between who has a good game. Mm. So one week Pocock rips, Hooper looks average, mm. and then they just swap the next week. They get to both fire on the same mm. day. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're right. McMahon needs minutes. You, mm. and also, so does Arnold. Arnold there's a future there for Arnold. Yeah, I call him double M, mate. McMahon minutes. Know, but for me, McMahon gives you that little bit difference in terms of ball carrying as well. Yeah, McMahon minutes. It. We need him. <laughs> MMs. Yeah. MMs. MMs. We need them. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> All right, sweet. So let's move on to the New Zealand and Argentinian, Tinian, Argentina game. Like you were saying, Blake, this just went to script. Maybe Argentina had a bit more fight in them than I gave them credit God, for. they had fight in them. And, mm. and the scoreline sucks because for 40 sucks minutes, for them because it doesn't justify 45 minutes, those 57, it was 57 exact. Yeah. Uh, and you just can't keep the pace of the All Blacks. You can't. They're too good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You can't, just, you can't keep it. You can't. They're too good. And God, Argentina tried. I think it was the bench was a huge turning point. Well, that's the thing. You just look at that uh, that uh, Kiwi team. After 60 minutes and you bring on a team, you think like, oh, shit. When Salve is running on. Yeah. By the way, that was his best game for a long time, wasn't long it? Long time. He hey, was, was like... Was Julian? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Woodward was, would not get in that team. And Artie just running over yeah. people. Yeah, that's yeah, what absolutely. I was referring to earlier when he came would, would, would he actually play? Do you know what? Does he, is he going to... Because Sam Kane's going to be injured next week, correct? Yeah. So does he... Does, now, we, we obviously listened to some Kiwi people on Twitter. You were saying that, that Sam Kane, who has been excellent in the last couple of games, and he does all the, the nitty-gritty like uh, Kano does to allow the people like Reed to play loose around in the fringes. But does uh, Sauvage just come in as a, as the as the seven? Yeah, um, so. Does that then stop Kieran Reid doing the things he loves to do? I don't know. I, I said something controversial when Sam Kane because no, it looked surely. bad. I more said so, more so than dropping Brian Habana for JP Peterson. Yeah, drop him. Um, 
But I said... Um, or his Sam... comments on Nigel Owen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, right, oh, boys. How's Crotty picking we'll up a double Crotty Marty McFly? Can I just say, he did nothing before he Hold on. <laughs> Can I finish this nothing. point? Sing his, pro- sing his praises. <laughs> when Sam Kane went off injured, I said he never gets a seven jersey back. I just, I, I bet if he's out for two weeks, of course he will. <laughs> um, but it looked bad at first, and I just thought Adi Savia is going to own that jersey. He's yeah. just the guy. I, honestly, I I know most All Black fans disagree, and everyone loves Sam Kane. I what just think the, the raw talent like of Adi Savia in a changing game mm. where there's less pilfering. Kane did do one or two brilliant pilfers this game. Yeah, but really I don't know. I, I, even if it's I reckon Adi Savia owns yeah. it. I reckon he's going to go in there and crush. But even if he's still that too looser kind of like, you know, ball in hand kind of rather than the dirty work kind of seven job, is he, is that going to I just don't see him losing, so I don't see it mattering. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, true. I reckon his ball running will count for so much. Yeah. And there's just nothing to lose anyway, so mm-hmm. no one will think, oh, we need a bit more hard work up front. Is this the first time Dag and Smith swapped in this series? By the way, Dag was also big. Always. He's killing it at the moment. Mate, so's Ben Smith. Just you think that is he, you think Dag killed it this week? I thought well, it was one of his he's, quietest he's games. He's header in. Well, I think he um I don't think he's as comfortable shifting to the wing as Ben yeah, Smith true. is. Mm. So I think we might see that the other way around. Yeah. There's intro but God Ben Smith carves so ben, Yeah, he's so good though. And isn't he, he just looks like he could do your tax. Yeah. Like, he looks at the most unassuming bloke and just rips. I haven't done my taxes yet, so... uh, Hit him up. Really? Okay, we'll get him on Twitter. He claims it all. You don't need receipts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway. So everyone who gets up is about Crotty. Look, he's playing some good football. He is. Like, I can see, and he runs some good lines, and he runs good support lines. I think the point we're always constantly trying to make, he's the one non-superstar in that back line. Yeah, and I would also say as well, I'm going to add to this, and I'm fully supportive of you. Before he, before that 60-minute mark, genuinely, I'd love to know the stats, and I'm sure someone's going to yell at me for saying it. What did he actually do for the first 60 oh, yeah. minutes of the game? Crotty. Yes. Made his tackles, mate. I'm not buying these comments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the Crotty bad wagon. Okay. Fair enough. He'd walk into Australia at 12. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> he actually would now. But then bro. he'd play, he'd go to one train and walk out, man. Yeah, this is... they <laughs> probably rubbish. go to Europe, no? <laughs> yeah. Um... Look, credit to Argentina, man. They did show up, so let's give them their praise. They were finding massive success on the pick and drive, which is great to see. And and maybe a blueprint to attack New Zealand for mm. the Springboks. That that's where in and around the rocks is where they got most of their points. And that's where all their pay was. That yeah, pick and go. Y- pick if you'd have done that, if go. South Africa had done that against Australia, they would have won too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no. They're not going to. They're not going to. But it, Australia too. playing when they were playing New Zealand, they did have a coast to coast mentality. Like they just got, that's how they were going to score their points, mm. mate. Argentina's just shown. I don't yeah, know if the, the, the All Blacks will fix it up this week. It'd be interesting to see that's where, it was. Where, where actually. Is, sorry, I should know this, but is it where is it being played? What ground is it being played at? What the uh, South African New Zealand game next week? I'll just check if if uh, where's the murder going to take place? Um, just while we're talking about Argentina, I, I think pretty sure it's in New Zealand. I think yeah, Argentina Andy, Andy Stadium. Argen- sorry, Blake. Eh? Argentina's yeah. biggest issue is that um, they only look good in attack once it's broken. Mm. So when it's very structured, they struggle. Um, it's when it opens up that their backs have got the skill to put some points on, mm. but they don't have the creativity to, to to make a lot out of nothing. It needs to open up. It needs to be a drop ball or a, a fluky inside pass or a kick return. That's why they get their yeah, points. Yeah. This is this is consistent with how they, that that comment's consistent with how they played against South Africa and how the Haguaris played. Yeah, exactly. Haguaris is it's a complete, it has to be a completely different Jim, team, Jim, and they're playing Jim, heaps Jim. better. 
the urgent to the lost Haguares. Sorry, buddy. But what, but isn't it, isn't it Los, Los Haguares as well? All right. <laughs> Los Haguares is... I don't see them in the Argentinian team right now. No. But no. What, what they can do, which we can't, is they... Oh, shit, they can retain a ball, man. Yeah. They can just go rack to rack to rack. Just for days. And then just put the P on and then eventually they'll get the McFly. It really is something we cannot do. And I'm going to tip Australia when the time comes. But but I'm scared, man. I'm scared. People listening are going to say Australia's try came off 18 phases for Foley to score. You know, we were starting to do that in the second half. We were starting to put it together. Mm. But Argentina, you're right. They do do have good ball possession. Or is that New Zealand just doing their super rugby tactic, which is not committing to to the break? They're not competing. So it's easy. Not easy. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying... It's what you said, man. Yeah, it is. It is what you said, man. man. (laughs) But if they're not competing that hard at the breakdown, then you can look after the ball a lot easier. Yeah. The point I just wrote about, go back a couple of points ago about South Africa, but if they pick Mornay Stain, do you think they're actually going to kick corners and actually try and keep it in close this time and actually play a different brand? And, And actually, because they're playing New Zealand, hold up their hands and say, okay, we can't play that way and try and nullify No, I think, I think now picking Mornay would just be cruel because here's a bloke, you've sat on the bench, you've told him you don't want him, and then you're going to throw him to the Lions. No, they're um, a South African team. <laughs> no, they're a British. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, a British side. <laughs> um, no, look, I think you'll absolutely, um, you just you just cripple Mornay State. Fair enough. I, I, I think it's cruel. Mm. I think you just give Yankees another go. Uh, yeah, that's that's got to be the play. Out of the four teams, you don't want to be South Africa. How do you turn this around? Losing mm. to a team that got their asses kicked by the team you're playing next week. Mm. This is what, how many have they lost? They've lost three games this year. They've too. got to play to their strengths, which is they've got a good pack. They've got good ball runners. They've got a very, very strong line out. Mm. And they've got some very fast wingers. So mm. they've got to counterattack when they can. They've got to kick to the corner as often mm. as possible. And when the ball's in play... Just rumble, rumble, mm. rumble. That's their discipline that's letting them down. Um, so could see came out and said, "Yeah, and, and it's the, arguably true." But if you're going to do that, you're going to play more Stain because everyone's. Do you know what I'm talking about? Their discipline mm. now. It was at times where their discipline lacked because they gave away too many penalties because they were trying to slow the ball down. Can and I they, just they say though they had to though because if they didn't, they'd have yeah, given that's away how it's the chest got off. Yeah. On my Nigel Owens point, I actually think yeah. Australia got the sixty forty. That game, I think they most, did. They I did think, get the yeah. bounce of the ball. I think most things. Well, and that, when I was dissing Nigel, that's because like, he. That's because he likes Stephen. Uh, he likes Stephen. I, I wasn't saying um, that he was favouring Australia. I was just making the point that he doesn't ref the breakdown. I actually think Australia mm. got the rub of the green. Oh yeah, shit yeah. Um, but maybe it's because South Africa's discipline was off. Mm. Probably. Um, yeah. What about next? Should you look forward to next week's actual games? And just a just a couple more All Black players. Kano is honestly, I reckon, having the best year I've ever seen him play. Yeah, he's the last few games. He's been a monster. So much. Yeah, absolutely. I remember early on in the season when we were talking about him playing for the Blues, we were questioning. I, I was, as I was yeah. said, he had, wasn't didn't start off the season very well. But these last few games for the All Blacks, yeah, he's been outstanding. Been and, an absolute beast. And just one more comment on New Zealand: Is their arrogance potentially? going to be their undoing one day. Just the fact that they were down on the scoreboard and instead of going for the three or really early on in the game, they were going for the scrum to say, you're known for your scrummaging, bring it on, bring it out, scrummaging, and it bloody paid off. They crashed Savia under the goalpost off the set piece. Mm-hmm. Honestly? Because the scrum was dominant. But is that going to be their downfall one day when they when they underestimate in England or in Australia or in South Africa by not taking the three and then but, they don't have a world-class goalkeeper you know at the moment? One day, yes, but that's one. That's just one day. That's yeah. not a World Cup. They wouldn't do that in a World Cup. So it's just going to be one game. So their arrogance might 
prevent them going the entire year without winning or something like that. I don't know, but it's just... I don't it's irrelevant because they're so fucked. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Yeah. Fair play. You know what? Aaron Smith had a quiet game, but then they just bring on Perinara, who was just... Dude, quick... I thought Aaron Smith played out exceptional. That's a quick sub, though, Perinara. I couldn't put that out. No, all the points came on once Perinara was on. Yeah. I thought, but I thought they was... got him off straight early yeah, into the second half. Yeah, he had a quiet game. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't work that out. But yeah, Perinara is very... How good is it that you can bring him on? Yeah. And I like hating Owen Franks now since the eye gouge. I like having some villains. Potential (laughs) eye gouge, yeah. Potential. Well, from all accounts, it didn't happen if you asked Kane Douglas. But still, scumbag. (laughs) What are you eye gouging people for? Um, Cool. Well, yeah. Hopefully, there's some insight, our thoughts on the games. What about next week, boys? What do we reckon? We've got New Zealand v South Africa in New Zealand. That'll be. Yeah. Yeah. But what is it, Christchurch? What's the... um, the prison sentence for murder in Christchurch. It's going to be bad, man. Uh, that's... <laughs> what? Swiftly moving on. <laughs> I just, I don't think, see, when I look at this, I don't see South Africa having much of a fight. Like, I don't see them having the fight Argentina did. I don't see them... No. Uh, that's but a bit the thing is, uh, But the thing fair. is, if you, do you know what, when we looked at... I know Super Rugby doesn't tra- translate to international games, but do you remember there was times where the South African teams were going to go down to uh, New Zealand and we thought they were going to get murdered? And, you, and they and, showed up. And they showed up. Yeah, but they had coaches, mate. Yeah, that's true. That guy, yeah. the Lions, is terrifying. Yeah, yeah, Ackerman. Yeah, Ackerman's a nut, mate. This could yeah. see a clown's an idiot. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> that's such a bold sentence, a bold <laughs> statement. No. I, I don't say about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that do you know what? It'd be, it'd be a bit sad though, because if New Zealand and I say if if New Zealand beats South Africa, it'd be earliest. It'd be the earliest in its inception as a rugby championship that the, the competition's ever been won already. Mm. Yeah. Well, if they will. So they yeah. Can, okay. Well done. Congrats, yeah, New Zealand. Absolutely. And as holders, I'll get that in for you as holders will that disappoint you a little bit yes mate it hurts I never like to lose and yeah. that's why I come here and sour grapes every week okay. I'll be suck. excellent um, so what are we thinking prediction scoreline for this one by 25 Jesus that's terrifying isn't it mm. yeah. what do you reckon Jim I'm going to go that 13 to 19 <laughs> That's range. a famous range, that. <laughs> what about 5 to 13? Is no, it? The 13 to 19 range, that's a famous one. Yeah, I really do think that because, I, I don't know, maybe that you just never, it's so hard to tell. Maybe they'll come, maybe they'll put up a fight. They've lost two on the trot now, South Africa. Maybe they'll change their team. Maybe this, maybe that. But at the end of the day, you're versing New Zealand in New Zealand and no matter what you do, the points will come. It's just a matter of when. Absolutely. Look, I just... Failed to believe New Zealand can be that good again, and they weren't that good in the first half. And they, if that, they won by 36. Yeah, but they, no, 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 but the best team in the world to get their shit back together. Mm. Yeah, they come apart, no, but no, they get but their shit together. I'm saying if, if New Zealand play like they did in the first half, it might not, they might not win by yeah, as much as you're we right. Think. They'll be, it'll be close at half time, and but they're this not getting rollicking no, at half time. This oh, is why yeah. I'm given my prediction, oh, okay. which is I think if they play like that, which isn't that good. And South Africa play with a bit of pride. They're world-class players, the South Africans. They're not going to suck every week. It might be closer than we think. You still, I'm still going to say 10-plus, but that's why I don't think it'll be that 25 score line. I reckon it's going to be dangerous. If Savia is having his... Is it his run-on debut, Artie? No, he's sure. No, well, well, if sure he's battling it out for, like, dude, this is my jersey, I, South Africa better watch out, man. Yeah, Especially absolutely. if you can pick a Mahojay. Yeah, Mahojay's no good. Right. <laughs> He's no, no He's really not. So what do we think? Wallabies, Argentina. I'll let you two go first. I'll let you go first, Blake. Uh, honestly, I think um, with 
Al being the only guy injured from the game. <laughs> that was nicely done. Um, got a bit of fire, though. With Al being the, with the only guy injured, he's a class player. He scrummaged well. But the combinations now in the run on 15 will hopefully be a week better. Um, Foley at 12. He's only played two games there in his career. Karevi at 13. Hasn't played a lot there. It'll just start coming together a bit more. Um I'm a bit more confident. I think Argentina's historically tooled us up at scrum time. I don't think they will. Like, I would argue we probably have the better scrum. Um, so I, I think we'll do okay. But if they can make it deep waters, we will choke. But I think we'll do okay, and it might be our best showing yet. And I'm going to say Australia 14 plus. Ooh, 14 plus. Um, but if they make it deep waters, like we, we're no good in that last 10 if there's mm. two, three mm. points in it. Mm. But, but if it's not and we can get away clear, I think individually our guys are good. They're just all out of position. Um, and they might <laughs> just put it together their third week. Yeah. Great coach. I'm going to go, <laughs> if, if we're talking about um, the South African team, having the, the the talent in their arsenal to play a similar style of game to what England did and beat us, Argentina definitely have it too. And they've got it plus one because their counter and their like ability to turn something out of nothing is really, really strong at the moment. And I think they're a fucking very good, well-coached team. Really impressed with their coach. Always turns it up. So if I'm going that, I honestly think that they do have what, they, what, what is required to beat us. Now, I'm going to go Australia just because Argentina have been on the road. This is their second week. But we, and there's no mental stigma there for Argentina at home. Hmm. They've never beat us at home, is that correct? I don't think so. So there is something massive for Argentina to show up. They beat South Africa in South Africa. I reckon they would have had this Australian game in Australia, especially seeing us play in the uh, the English series. What's like, your prediction, man? We can Matt? get this shit done. I just, look, I'm going to go the Wallabies because I honestly think we're a great team. We just haven't come out. And because the mental stigma isn't there with New Zealand. What's your score, man? A long, long one. What's the score? Fuck, you banged on as well, Jesus. <laughs> if you're still with us, well done. <laughs> I'm going to go Australia, but I'm going to go less than seven. I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go um, within seven too, but I'd say Australia. I think this week's actually been a big week for them because do you know what? When you've lost six on the spin, when you actually get over the line, yeah, I think it just adds a little bit of freedom to everyone and gives them a little bit more confidence. And again, you're at home and it's not against the All Blacks. Um, I think you'll take a step forward. So I think you'll, you'll get ahead and then you'll start to panic a little bit. So it'll... What's your prediction, man? Within seven. <laughs> within seven. Come on. Within seven. Australia by within seven. All right, you've heard it here first, very lengthily, but you've heard it here. <laughs> Should we recap just to be on the same side? <laughs> Look, we're nervous. It's... Look, all, you, all you're doing with these predictions is because people are counting. You know, people message us and send us emails and go on like, you've said this, you've said that, and they send us numbers. So you've got to go, you've got to justify, and that's why it's a lengthy You've got to get it right. You've got to get, get it right, right. and you've got to see, and you kind of talk your way through it. Yeah, you've got to work it out. Um, so thanks for listening this week, guys. Um, we Please get behind us on Twitter. Um, get behind us on Facebook, the Rugby Report Card, and listen to us on the Green and Gold website. I think this is the last week... Well, we will put this out on our old rugby podcast, SoundCloud, yeah. and iTunes. So if you're listening to us there, you've got to jump ship. We're going to be on the Green and Gold podcast. Um, and the benefit of that is you get their podcast in between ours, and they probably talk a bit less shit than us. <laughs> um, Potentially. So jump over if, it's, if you're listening to it on our SoundCloud or iTunes. Anything to add, boys? No. no. That's no. it. No. I was going to bring up something rugby-related, but you've just summed up. 
Hey, bring it up. Oh, dude, what is with all these massive score lines in the NRC? Do you know what it is? Dude, There's not much defence going on. No, it's the rule change. <laughs> it's the rule change. I know, I know points, are, points are easy to grasp, but it's ridiculous. No, it's largely not just because tries are six, penalties are two, so a lot less kicks a goal. It's the rule changes at the 30 seconds to a scrum. They're not stopping for injuries and the 30 seconds to a line-out. No one's fit enough, mate. Mm. When you watch the second half of it, the floodgates are open. Yeah. It makes this some exciting rugby, but it makes you feel like you're almost watching sevens because there's just so many empty spaces. And I think the guys playing it have come off the, either the shoot shield or beer o'clock if they were playing super rugby. Yeah, they just chilled out. Because if you weren't in the finals, <laughs> mate, you had a four-week yeah. period there where am I in the team, am I not yeah. in the team? And they're not. They're, they're, no one looks in shape. They're getting there. I think it's improved this week. But no one's fit enough to play under these new rule interpretations. I actually think it's cool, though, because it's a great... Um, step Bridge. up, you'll yeah. be you'll be fit. Yeah, that's mm. for sure. Yeah, but then you'll be on beer o'clock within a couple of weeks, won't you? Yeah, that's true. And I look, yeah, and it's a pretty big fall from grace if you're not the Australian team. Mm. Watching Rob Simmons run around in front of two dogs, he looked good. He looked good though, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob Simmons running around in front of two dogs. There's no and one a there, dude dude. with a tab form. Yeah, there's no one. There, <laughs> <laughs> he was looking for that in ten to thirteen range yeah, or whatever it was. That's it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Okay, See you, bye. boys.